Welcome back to another episode of Unlimited Abundance. I am so happy to be here with you guys. So honored. Happy Monday. Happy October. So for today's episode, I actually did such an epic Q&A. The energy last week for me, I was just channeling so powerfully each and every day. I mean, I was very consciously tuning in to a really high frequency in order to bring through information last week and the I did a Q&A that was a pri- more of a private Q&A but I decided I was going to make it into today's podcast episode because it was genuinely quite epic <laughs> and I don't say that lightly you know what I'm, I I I know I I just knew how powerful it was and I needed to share it so I want to do an introduction before we hop on in and that will be today's podcast episode it's something so epic and so amazing I basically answered a bunch of your questions and went really deep into some really amazing topics that I'm sure you will want to hear about. I think it'll spark a lot of interest, a lot of joy, a lot of clarity, and a lot of inspiration listening to this podcast episode. So I invite you. Before we hop on in, I do want to say that this Saturday, so October 9th, I am hosting the New Moon in Libra Manifestation Portal Ceremony and Ritual. And I encourage you to get inside. You can get inside via joining Divinity, which I speak about a lot. Most of you guys are members. And if you're not, I really welcome and invite you inside. It's a monthly membership where you get access to the two ceremonies that I do. So I always do a new, I don't say always, but usually I do a new moon ceremony. And then I do a specialty ceremony every month. And those are valued at around $60 each. So 120 plus the community group chat which is like a $300 plus (laughs) value so you're getting like so much in value for less than $80 78.78 so I really invite you to come inside like I said most of you guys are members and if you're not it's I mean it's really a place to be you can always also purchase a one-time ticket but if you're wanting to join a community and have the group chats you can chat meet like-minded people who are growing awakening healing evolving and are perhaps on the same wavelength as you um, and even meet maybe in real life friends divinity is just a powerhouse of a community of a space of growing of co-creation of manifestation of quantum leaps and it's really epic so i invite you inside i just want to mention this depending on when you're listening to this episode because i don't want you to miss this new moon it's a really powerful one libra is ruled by venus which brings beauty harmony and has a really beautiful focus on a lot of the love and relationship aspects of our lives and working with this energy is really powerful so i would love to guide you through a really powerful ceremony and ritual this saturday the full recording is included of course if you're not able to make it live i know you may have other responsibilities and you'll be able to watch and complete the ritual at your own convenience perhaps that's you know i'll try to get it out on sunday in the a.m in the grand rising around then so you can do it on sunday or monday um when you carve out the space and time to do so it is something you don't want to miss and so i really wanted to extend that invitation to you And without further ado, I hope you enjoy this powerful episode. As always, I love when you tag me on Instagram when you're listening to this for a multitude of reasons. I love seeing you guys who are consistently listening (laughs) and I love seeing your posting every week that you're listening. It's so amazing and I really connect with you deeper in that way. And also, it's a really beautiful way for our community to grow and expand. I always say this, but you literally never know that sometimes you posting one thing can be the spark to someone. There's so many times where I read or listened or someone posted a book or something that later was so catalytic in my life. And you sharing this podcast episode literally may be that spark, that flame that ignites someone's awakening journey, self-growth journey, or whatever else it may be. We are literally like dominoes and have a ripple effect because we're all interconnected. So you sharing this podcast episode isn't just, you know, to you know to boost my ego in any sort of way i of course love when you share it it makes me very happy to hear the messages being spread across the world but more so it's just a powerful tool for awakening for those that may be seeking it as well so i really honor and bless you if you'd be able to share and tag me i also love when you post if you're like on a walk or you're driving or like you share meal prepping or you're cooking i love when you share what you're doing and i love when you even post the beautiful places you guys are all over the world i love seeing sometimes you sitting in nature sitting outside listening to it driving like I love just seeing the places where you are all over the world and what kind of energy and spark you're in when you're listening to this. It is so beautiful and divine. And so I look forward to seeing those online on Instagram. 
so many blessings to you guys let's hop on into this episode um let me know if you like these q a style episodes as well in the future i can definitely ask you guys questions on instagram and we can do q a style podcasts as well where i can really dive deep into your questions and have a bit of a more personalized feel uh, of course i channel on those as well sometimes i have a really powerful message that i like to share but in other weeks where perhaps a q a feels more fitting i'd be happy to do those so with so much love for me to you wishing you unlimited prosperity unlimited abundance should i say <laughs> in terms of this podcast um and unlimited prosperity as well let's get on into this episode i've announced publicly the sedona retreat which is already booking up really quickly and we're expecting it to sell out in the next week so basically i am hosting a beautiful and epic and transformative retreat in sedona i'm supposed to host two tulum retreats this year and due to travel restrictions we've moved them and a lot of people who are booked for the Tulum retreat, especially in March, you know, really wanted to come to a retreat. And so we found a way to, or, you know, it was like a channeled message or I received guidance after visualizing a retreat or it came to me where I was like, I'm going to do it in Sedona. Sedona is a very powerful energetic vortex. It's kind of like a little bit of a spiritual Mecca. <laughs> um, so to say, you know, there's very powerful energy. There are a lot of healers and People in that space are there for um, a variety of reasons, but it's really, really beautiful. It's really peaceful, and it's, and it's in the U.S., so it's quite accessible for people to fly in. Even if you're in Canada, I believe you only need like a PCR test if you're coming in from Canada and or back. I don't even know if you need one to fly in. I think you just need one to go back. Um, but so it's pretty accessible if you're in the states. And I don't think you'll have any issues coming into Arizona. Um, usually you fly in Phoenix and then rent a car and drive to Sedona, but I'm sure we have other ways to get there. I'm sure if you live close by the, the neighboring states, I know from California, how people drive, I believe it's like nine hours for you to go all the way or if you can stop somewhere. There's many ways to get there, but it'll be in Sedona, March 13th through 17th, 2022. I have the link in my bio, my Instagram for the whole entire description. It is, like I said, from March 13th through March 17th, we'll be doing healing ceremonies, activations, manifestations, co-creations, intention, well, manifestations slash co-creations. I like to use co-creation instead of manifestation. I feel like that's a big buzzword. I like to really use the word co-creating. It shows that you are using your energy with the energy of the divine to co-create. Um, we're going to be doing, you know, other rituals, water ceremonies, inner child healing, yoga, breath work, Pilates, like yoga Pilates kind of blend. I don't even know if it says on the website, but I love blending kind of the two. So we're going to be doing so much epic stuff. Also, you'll receive a luxurious gifting if you're going to be there. So it's truly going to be so, so, so amazing. And I hope to see you there. And like I said, I can only host a, specific, a small intimate group, right? Because we're going to be doing the work um, around various vortexes as well as in a beautiful home in a sacred space. And yes, a lot of people remember messaging me asking about location. Sedona is quite small, at least the main area. You'll receive obviously the location upon booking later because I'm not going to be able to just provide that <laughs> to the public. Um, but if you're just booked, if it's in the main area, you shouldn't have, you know, too much of a drive, maybe five to 15 minutes, depending on where you are. I mean, it could be more depending on when you book, but if you're trying to book in that main area of Sedona, it shouldn't be too far of a drive. And we're going to, I'm going to be very strategic with how I guide us. Like if we're doing something at one vortex, we're not going to drive from like Bell Rock to the opposite side, right? We're going to try to stay at that vortex and at the home sacred space. So I'll organize it in a way to make it um, as comfortable and as time efficient as possible and as smooth and harmonious as possible um, while being able to include everything that I think will be very powerful. So a lot of you guys have booked, uh, the bookings blew up. Honestly, I wasn't expecting so many people to desired. I wasn't even going to announce it until much later. I just felt really called to share about it. I shared about it like a week ago or so last Tuesday, I believe, and immediately the response was insane. So, so many of the spots, like I said, are booked up. So if you want to get your spot, please book your spot because I will not be able to open more spots. As with the Tulum one, I was kind of able to open more because it was at a huge resort here. I'm just holding very small, intimate groups. So once it's booked up, I can open more spots. Right now it is early bird pricing, which means you get $500 off, so 25% off. So I really suggest that you hop on that if you're wanting to do that. Technically early bird is supposed to end on the 30th, but I'm going to extend it through October 3rd, through the end of Sunday, because when this week, basically, when I don't know when you're watching this, um, because I want to, because A, if it's recording, you'll get it tomorrow. And I just want to give people, you know, the weekend and stuff, if, you know, we've been busy to be able to reflect and look over it. So I really hope to see you there. If you wanted to come and work with me, this will be a really beautiful way. I'd love to meet you in person. I'd love to work with you. Well, we will be doing so many things. Like I said, please, if you want more details, you can definitely look at the website. The link is in my bio. 
um, as well as like I have a highlight on my stories, but there's a link in my bag for all the information about kind of what to expect there. Vegan and gluten-free snacks and beverages will be provided during the day while we have activities. It's really going to be a healing, complete healing, transformative experience. I don't even know how to put it in words. If you've ever even, if you've been, if you work with me on anything, can I hope you know how powerful it is, and you can only imagine how accelerated that or amplified that will be in Sedona. It's such a beautiful space and so many beautiful energetic locations that are powerful for healing and really catalyzing our growth so i really want to announce that because i know a lot of you guys probably who are in here might be interested so i hope to see you there i hope i can't i genuinely can't wait to meet everyone i'm already working curating all like the gift baskets and i'm really putting so much love into that process and visualizing what i want to do for that i'm kind of already like i'm not i'm not I haven't done it yet obviously because it's month out but i've envisioned like how i want to do the giftings for everyone and really special things I want to do. So now that if you're coming, you're going to be receiving such a beautiful and luxurious gifting and offering. So yes, yes. Here I have my kombucha with some raspberries. Pro tip, put your juice, put your iced tea in a wine glass. It will just really elevate your vibe. I have some raspberries here. We're going to get on into the Q&A now. This is wild tonic June kombucha, rosemary lemon. So yes, let's go to the Q&A form. So the first question is this. I've been on my spiritual awakening journey since February of this year and was pretty active in participating in divinity and ceremonies and also one of your immersive courses. Over the past, uh, over the past couple of months, I've been unmotivated to continue to participate but still want to work on myself in this aspect. Any ideas for how or why I can get out of this rut? I, I almost feel like I've plateaued and won't be able to keep improving. Well, thank you for submitting your question. So what I want to speak to this is desire and it's so funny because you think okay how is the desire the answer to this question right and i'm going to really explain this to you so at any moment we are either recreating more of what has been or creating something new so we're either becoming more of who he, we've been or actually this is so i'm kind of like i'm kind of almost like oh my god i really want to record this so either we're i was going to rec record this to have the audio of this but I realized that Zoom has this audio as well. It's Mercury retrograde and my, I'm a Gemini and my Mars in Virgo. So usually I'm so point on point communicating and can flow and channel so easily. So please excuse me if I'm, I don't say a little bit off, but if like there's, if, if there's a little bit of weirdness in communication, for me, communication always flows so easily. It's literally my like gift, my talent. And with Mercury retrograde, I've just noticed my thoughts are like a little bit less, the way I'm expressing myself is a little bit less cohesive than normal. So I apologize if, I, if, you, if you're experiencing that. But anyway, the answer to this is desire. And why I say the answer to this is desire is because in any moment we are either becoming more of who we've been or we are creating or becoming something new, right? And again, I don't ever wanna say it either is good or bad or right or wrong. I think it's really tempting to label things as good or bad or as right or wrong, or as black and white, right? Because we all go through, I mean, think about it this way, we all go through different seasons in our lives. We all go through different healing opportunities. I just noticed as well, I'm, do you see what I'm saying? My nail color is an exact match to this, to this set color. And I literally didn't even plan this. I got these done like last week, if not, if not the week before, and then I just got this set. I just found this set even a few days ago. So my intuition is really loving this like purple indigo color. Maybe this means something is awakening deeper with my third eye. Anyway, I've been doing a lot of chakra blessings and even blessing my pineal gland. So maybe that's why. You see what I'm saying? I have a gem I have to share with you. So it's not, you know, it's not good or bad or black or white. But that's just kind of the way energy is moving. And we all go through different seasons of our lives, right? Where we feel really like perhaps inspired or uninspired or we're healing or we're really on one. We, you know, our energy shifts and transforms because, I mean, we can look at this through an astrological chart. It's so important if you really want to understand yourself to get a chart reading. I always suggest to anyone, my mom, I don't do chart readings. I'm not able to do them at this moment in time as much in depth as much as my as, as my mom can she does the most in-depth birth chart readings like she spends like five hours on them so her instagram is readings by xenia i tag her all the time she also makes handmade reiki charge crystal bracelets so i always tag her so if you really want a birth chart then i, I always direct people in that direction 
because your way that your energetic makeup right so my cosmic little blueprint of those energies that i carry interact with the world differently at different times and also depending on your level of consciousness your kind of chart interacts with the world different ways but i'll give a really good metaphor it's like your chart is kind of like the flow of your life and you could be you know flowing and sailing on a yacht listening to music eating feet like you know fruits or you could be whitewater rafting and like fighting life so it's like it depends on your i don't say i don't say your level of consciousness but consciousness is just awareness so it's basically in a way depending on your level of self-awareness self-integration where you hold your frequency where you hold your thoughts i would just say dependent on your level a level of self-integration is the the frequency of experience that you'll experience of your chart right so it's normal for you to experience kind of different energetic shifts in your charts for me, for example, I can give a personal example. Pisces energy does not work well with my chart. For example, when it's Pisces season or even the other week as a Pisces full moon, it really just does not, something with those energetics does not feel good to me. I feel really off. I feel really just like not like myself. I can't explain it. It literally feels like just like a really uncomfortable energetic interaction versus for me, uh, energies like Leo or right now we're in Libra season. The air, fire, earth are really, really good for me. My chart has no water in it, so it's probably why that Pisces element feels a little bit weird, right? And where it might thrive in, you know, Gemini season or Libra season or Aquarius season or, you know, Virgo season, you know, Taurus, Capricorn. So different energies interact in different ways. So that's kind of one thing I want to say. And that's why it's really good to kind of know yourself, to know. Um, the times perhaps during the year or weeks, months, or days where you're going to be feeling really, really good. For example, like a week or two ago, I knew that on Tuesday, I saw, I was feeling really, really energized. I was getting everything done. My intuition was like, today, let's get it done. And then I looked and I saw my friend post, Gem Goddess. She's like, oh, today the moon's in Capricorn. And my moon's in Capricorn. So it was a really harmonious blend of energies there for kind of productivity. My emotional state was very, very much nourished there, right? The next thing kind of going back to desire is like we really have to have i believe a vision of the future that we're working towards right and we get these sporadically so when you look at back at your life at times where you felt really inspired it's usually because you were working towards things if i look back at times in my life where i felt super inspired right one of my most probably inspired times was when i was really young and it's before i moved to la i was on youtube making content all the time i was like flying out and doing stuff and i was just all really on this like high of inspiration and creativity and i was visualizing moving to la and all of these things and i was working very strongly towards a vision only a vision of getting into specific universities um which it's yeah <laughs> getting to specific universities and um, moving to LA, all that stuff, and growing my YouTube at the time. So I had a very strong vision, so I felt very inspired by it. Same for me, like in the past year, really, really growing and expanding my business has been a strong vision, right? So I've been really moving towards that. So if you reflect on your life, right? Perhaps anytime you felt really inspired, you probably were working towards something. Maybe you wanted to achieve something. Maybe you wanted to finish something. Maybe like there was just, you were like, even if you were like saving for a trip, let's just say, and it was like even like a one month inspiration or a few weeks or whatever, like whenever you were holding a vision of something, it could have been a week where you felt just like so fucking inspired. You're most likely holding a vision of something and then you were directing your energy towards it. Hold on, I'm just using a message, one second. Um, so you were, yeah, so you were moving energy towards that and you're holding on to a vision. So in order for us to really feel inspired, I find we always have to have a vision of the future. And sometimes that is, and just the thing is, I think a lot of times people think they need to be super, like, super specific and that's put me off too. Someone would be like, what's your five-year plan? And it's like, I mean, I can tell you general things, right? I want to be happy. I want to be fulfilled. I want to be adding value to the world. I want to be joyful, you know, all of these kinds of things. I want to be successful, you know, <laughs> whatever we want to say, all of those things. People might have my business be growing, expanding. Like, yeah, we can say general things, but a lot of people... You don't always need to know the specifics and a lot of people get overwhelmed because like it's like i don't know where i'm going to be in five years right and i don't i think that there's nothing wrong with that if you just can know the general things and the feelings that is enough and i think a lot of people get put off from that people are like what's your five-year plan you're like bitch i don't even know who i was a month ago <laughs> what do you mean you're asking me a five-year plan so 
but it, and it doesn't need to be it doesn't need to be one year out it doesn't even need to be two years out it could literally be just a vision that you have and you don't know when it's going to manifest maybe it'll manifest in a month maybe it'll manifest in six months maybe it'll manifest in a year you don't really care in a certain way you're just kind of holding this vision and working towards it and knowing it's going to become something and sometimes we hold visions consciously or subconsciously sometimes you may be doing this consciously for example maybe you do like scripting or you know maybe since you're coming to ceremonies maybe you're you know setting intentions and you're visualizing maybe you're constantly visualizing every day so you're very clear on what you desire right or maybe it's kind of more in the back of your mind or it's more subconscious like you're just kind of moving through your life and you're like oh that would be nice or I really desire that or in the future I'd like to do this or whatever else it may be right so there's different ways that we can hold visions of the future sometimes much more perhaps in an I don't say an organized way but maybe a little bit more like a little bit more intentionally a little bit more consciously with a lot more energy towards it which could also be debatable or more just kind of rethink slash kind of daydream, which is still kind of manifestation, right? About what we desire. So oftentimes I find that when we feel uninspired, it's because we are no longer fueled by some sort of vision. This can happen for a lot of reasons. I mean, one reason it can happen is maybe the vision you had, um, let's say maybe, so like, um, it, what maybe it wasn't very, it wasn't aligned for you and you thought that it was aligned for you so now you feel uninspired by that right it's like i have a friend right now where she has a specific vision and it didn't go that direction and for me energetically i can really see how she's being rerouted something way 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 more abundant way more prosperous way more it of what she desires for example right but maybe in in your human eyes right now it's kind of difficult to grasp why it didn't go a direction you desired and you need to take a moment to really reframe and perhaps spend time just in nature, spend time with yourself and just like genuinely reconnect to yourself, reconnect to your path, reconnect to what's true for you and come back to what you truly desire and trust that is coming to you in the best form for you. So that's sometimes what happens. Sometimes we manifest our vision that we didn't even know we manifested. Sometimes, I mean, there's a funny kind of real trend going on in Instagram, right? That's like the, oh, Lord, <laughs> kind of trend where like you basically realize that you're kind of living a lot of the aspects of all the aspects of the life that you one day dreamed about, right? Think about you five years ago. She would probably, she or he probably be so happy with what you're doing now or the least amount of knowledge or growth or awakening or inspiration that you're having in this now moment, right? Sometimes we kind of already subconsciously, we already manifest what we desire. We kind of forget to create a new vision. And this is so normal because sometimes you're working towards one vision so much that it kind of before you know it it's come to fruition and you no longer you kind of feel like you're just like a little bob in the ocean because you're no longer jet skiing towards something that's kind of how i feel energetically sometimes i feel like we have a vision we're really inspired we're jet skiing toward this vision like just soaring through the water right and then like when we get there before you know we're just kind of like bobbing and we realize oh wait i need to create a new vision so if you're feeling uninspired or any of you watching this are feeling like a little bit just kind of like whatever and not like fueled by life i really suggest for you to sit down you can maybe rewatch a ceremony and even do it through one of those or you can sit down at like a newman one or like the manifesting one or you can just do it like just with yourself and to just really ask yourself like what is it that i want out of life and to get clear and it doesn't need to be like exact like for example you could just say i want to be for example maybe financially free i want to be paid in abundance for doing what I love. Um, I want to have like-minded friends who love and support me. You know, I want to have a healthy, thriving relationship or marriage or partnership or whatever, coupling, whatever it is. I want to live uh, in a space by the ocean or by nature or, you know, a lot of people now are off grid <laughs> uh, or like, you know, is somewhere really, really beautiful nature by the beach or just, you know, by a lake or a river or, um, I'm tapping into the lake. I think it's because Ashley, if you're watching this. Um, so, or whatever it may be, or in Costa Rica or in Mexico or Tulum or whatever it may be, right? It's so funny the things that are in my subconscious right now, right? So, um, and defining just the characteristics. You don't need to know what exact job you'll work. You don't know, you don't need to know exactly even like, I mean, you could of course say amounts if you have amounts that you know you want to make, right? But you could you could have feel the general energy and how can you begin to feel into that every day and i know that this is a challenging part or that's the challenging part but maybe the, like where a little bit of faith trust and a little bit of an inner quantum leap is needed energetically is if you're not feeling that energy well because whatever energy you're feeling right is what you're pulling in from the field and so if you're wanting to pull something 
of this like I was speaking about this in a lot in an Instagram live right if you want to have a fuck yes life a life that feels like a full body yes so amazing so juicy so joyful that whenever you get those feelings in your body you need to follow them but A, you need to place those feelings in your body so your body knows what that frequency even feels like. This is why visualization is so powerful or deep meditation where you visualize and feel and kind of envision your life is so powerful because you're able to activate those energetics within you, right? So perhaps you begin, even just for five, ten, I mean, 10 minutes would be good. Every day you wake up, you put on some music perhaps that you really like that inspires you and begin to just feel into the life you desire and just feel into how good it feels and visualize yourself happy, thriving, abundant, successful, whatever these characters, I mean, everyone's desires are different, but I think at the core, perhaps a lot of us have similar ones, right, is to be probably successful and happy and fulfilled and healthy and radiant and joyful. And so bringing energy and feeling, which I know in the beginning, sometimes you have to force yourself. Sometimes it's kind of mind over matter a little bit because your current vibration is not going to want you maybe to do that. Your current vibration is going to want to, like you're saying, maybe not do anything, not do any self-improvement, just whatever. And there's times for that where like your body needs rest and you need to give yourself permission I totally get that, right? I'm not saying you just force yourself into this aggressive manifesting routine by any means, but I'm saying we need to begin to bring that feeling consistently into the body so it can become familiar and comfortable to the body. So you begin feeling into that, just like I said, five, 10 minutes a day, feeling into it and feeling into it. And what will happen is you begin to anchor more of that frequency into your aura, more of that frequency into your energetic field. So your body will begin to form more of a resonance or familiarity with that energy. So then more opportunities will be, begin to view life more through that lens, you know, slowly or quickly, like you begin to view life through more of the energy to get yourself to feeling really juicy and beautiful and abundant, you'll begin to kind of project that onto life and begin to view life as kind of juicy, beautiful and abundant, right? And similarly, you'll begin to attract opportunities that feel like that as well. You begin to like see something or be invited to something or whatever it may be that gives you that same feeling that you feel when you visualize. This is that a full body yes, like I'm not gonna swear that full body yes feeling. A lot of people, right, get even to this point where they're visualizing and they're feeling into it and it feels so good. They begin attracting or magnetizing or co-creating those really beautiful divine experiences or opportunities that feel like that F yes or that full body yes, but it takes courage to say yes to that, right? Um, it takes courage to show up fully. I had a really good example, one amazing, beautiful artist woman. She was in one of my courses and she was saying how like before she joined a course, I missed in the course, she had all this like scarcity beliefs come up. And in that moment, she had to choose to be like, no, I'm going to follow this joy in my body and this thing that this is for me and my body over my mind coming from fear in, in that in that moment, right? Over that conditioning. Sometimes like you'll attract an FES opportunity, right? To go on a retreat, to work with someone, to whatever it may be. And if you then you're like, oh my gosh, yes. And your body's guiding you towards that. And then <laughs> you're like old beliefs come up and they're like, no, are you sure? What if it doesn't work out? What if you fail? What if you suck? What if it never goes right? Like, and it just wants to, your ego isn't good or bad. And it's something, I mean, we could discuss it from so many angles. The ego, a lot of people argue eagles, ego, eagle. Oh, eagle. <laughs> the ego is good because it allows you to, and the way I agree with this, I agree with the fact that the ego is good in the sense that it gives you your identity, right? The ego is like, this is who I am, I'm me, which obviously when unintegrated and in a shadow aspect or just when it's played out in a not harmonious way, can be like very arrogant and cocky, right? We associate ego with anything, but in a positive way, an ego could, your ego could be the reason why you're able to hold your high self-worth. Your ego could be the reason why you're like, no, 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 this is who I am. Like, this is my worth. I will not allow this kind of behavior in my life. No, 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 this is my boundary. I will not allow this. That is also ego. The thing about ego though, is that it always likes to keep a story. So it's our kind of work to recondition the ego story. So, you go might think that, oh, I'm just this regular person that just does this thing, that this is too expansive for me, or this is too much for me, or I'm not going to be possible, like, this is too scary for me. And then the FES feeling will come in your body, right? That FES, and this is funny that your question's coming up because I, this was an energetic theme the other day. Um, sorry. <laughs> my assistant just messaged me. So I can tell this is definitely a theme in the collective, this like, or this message needs to be out there, right? 
So, so when that feeling or that guidance for that FES emotion comes in, in for you, like you said, you were one of my immersive courses, maybe you experience that feeling like, oh my gosh, this is for me, right? Because I channel them and they all contain a very specific frequency, which I believe also other people are magnetized in because you can feel, it's almost like your subconscious can feel the transformation that's going to happen when you take it, right? And so in that moment, it's like, trust your ego might start saying, oh, who are you to spend this much money? Or who are you to invest this in yourself? Or who are you, how are you gonna make that back? Or how is that possible? Or is this even real? Like, is this a scam? Like, am I even gonna be, <laughs> I mean, the ego's gonna come up with this old story. It's just trying to keep you safe. But that is like the danger, not the danger, but that's the limits of the ego where it doesn't want change. And if you want to become more, and okay, think about it this way, if you wanna manifest anything different in your life, even more money, more love, more joy, a new partner, friends, travel, any new experience, anything different, aka change, then the ego is going to have to change the story. There's another, I don't know why I'm like so unreal recently. There's a funny real audio that was like, it's like, um, I became the main character of my life. So of course the story had to change. Kind of similarly in that sense, right? Where it's like, if you're wanting to co-create change and co-create something different in your life, the story is going to have to change. AKA the ego is going to have to allow that to happen or that change to occur, which is very scary for the ego. But this is where you do the inner work. This is where you get yourself, you know, you get to work through like a course. If you want to work on scarcity and money and abundance, then I recommend it's a two-week immersive. It's a self-study. It's called your two-week abundance quantum leap. <clears throat> in my bio, I genuinely hands on heart one of the best courses to dive deep into this. But this is why you begin to, you know, feel the feelings and heal and release those limiting beliefs and tell yourself a new story about your worth. And then when that fuck yes feeling comes in your body, you trust it, right? And you take that action and you see what comes from it. And that's when you begin to trust yourself because then you receive that FES feeling, that full body yes, even though it's scary at first, you do it. And then you see the, you see that it manifests more of that feeling so, and success and joy, or it brings more of that frequency into your life. And you're like, whoa, see, that was scary, but that brought so much more of that it's like, it's such a cool energetic process because you have this energy, think about it this way. You have this energy, you have this desired reality. Okay, let's put it this way. And your desired reality vibrates at a certain frequency. Okay. And so, oh my gosh, this is so good. <laughs> so your, your, your reality is at a certain frequency. So what you start doing, you start holding that frequency in your body daily, five to 10 minutes or even longer. This is kind of what embodiment is about. Is like holding that energy as long as possible or being the literal embodiment of the energetic right and then so you begin to attract opportunities that are in line with that frequency this is your desired reality think about it you brought it into your body so now your aura is vibrating at it so now you are pulling in or attracting experiences on that frequency now this is where your ego is gonna your limiting beliefs and your ego are gonna be like no 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 and you have to be like yes and you have to really this is where you trust your intuition is it genuinely a full body yes meditate on it, breathe into it, feel into it, feel the feeling in your body when you look at the opportunity or whatever it may be, right? Or the idea or the inspiration. Inspiration is such a beautiful word. It's like inspiration, <laughs> inspired in spirit, you know, really beautiful. Also, you guys, sorry, I'm like, I said, I, I, it's so crazy. My nails have this color of my shirt that I wasn't planned and like the color that I have my divinity. I, I have everything color coded in my planner for work stuff for every for, uh, for everything and the color of divinity is like this color of my marker i'm not lying just saying so then you're so then you say so you say yes to that and so when you say yes to that then whatever that experience is let's, let's kind of use that experience as like an energy orb right then that energy orb manifest into your life so it becomes more of your frequency and you attract more of those things then it's easier to say yes even though it may be scary and no matter how much inner work you've done sometimes it's really scary to follow the F. yes i recently made a big investment and in kind of a leap into something as well as like a full body i said at first after i clicked everything and filled everything out i was like i was literally like that real have you ever seen that's like oh lord <laughs> but it was a, such a full body yes and so i know that that experience is going to be a full body yes and then the way I'm going to be able to show up and what, what I teach, what I learn and I'm able to teach and share. And it'll be so transformative for me and everyone around me, truly, whether that's in my personal life or in my work or with you guys and, and other courses and offerings and everything like that. I feel this is like learning to trust that. 
And as you begin to do that, then your life, then you'll basically begin to co-create that as your reality because you're pulling the frequency of that reality into your body daily. You're attracting opportunities that are on that frequency. You're doing the inner work to be able to say yes and follow that inspiration. So then more of those experiences keep manifesting. And as more and more things are you pull in from that full body yes, experience after experience, that becomes the main frequency of your reality. So before you know it, your reality is literally the mirror of whatever you're envisioning because this frequency that you're envisioning and feeling in your body is now literally the frequency of your re of your actual reality <laughs> because of all the compiled events that have manifested. You know, it's like one event two leads to another, leads to another, leads to another, leads to another, leads to another. And before you know, it, one day you're like, whoa my reality is literally the frequency that I was feeling into and envisioning. It's like literally the vibration of my reality. And that is, I know it's a very long answer, but it's something that I can really, I'm, I'm really glad you asked that because it's this is kind of energy or this message is really flowing through me to share. So I think it was for a reason. Um, and so, yes, I hope that was helpful. I know it was really deep, but just to explain to you, how you can get back in that feeling like from multi-levels like what so like you can explain how your I want to explain how your energy engages with the world and also kind of how to get yourself back on the jet ski so to say um and just understand how that works how that feeling in your body works and why if you're envisioning your desired vibrational reality how it begins to manifest in your life I really am glad I was able to explain that process of how the feeling you know the vision in your mind it creates a feeling in your body which attracts experience and you do the inner work to say yes to and you say yes to consistently so like a snowball you know after days weeks months you know however long more or less years no maybe just months we're doing quantum leaps here then your reality is filled with so many of those experiences that hold that vibration and the manifestations of that which are usually before you know it, you're like whoa the literally the life i'm living is literally what i envision like or that feeling i had in my visualization is literally the feeling i have every day or like where I am was like exactly like what it was in my visualization or this thing that just manifests was exactly how I felt in my visualization or this joy and this exuberance that I'm feeling right now is exactly what I felt like in my visualization. So that's that one. I drink like a dog sometimes. Okay, we're gonna do the next question. I'm going to go to the next question. I'll circle back. What is the best way to protect yourself from energy that doesn't serve you? It's a really, really good question. It's kind of layered as well. I always like to give a layered answer to every question. So first I would say, is a, one of the best ways from like a high level, perhaps spiritual perspective, is to hold the embodiment of the frequency that you desire. Because if you can vibrate at the frequency of your desired reality, then you can see and feel into if something is a match to that, because then opportunity comes in, you're vibrating at the frequency of your desired reality, you're feeling into that, like I said, five, 10 minutes a day, or more, you're feeling called to 20, 30, 40, an hour, over an hour, whatever you wanna do, right? I, you can always start small. I always tell people, don't overwhelm yourself. Because if you start getting overwhelmed, sometimes we're like, oh, nope, I'm not doing that. I'm going to U-turn out of here. Try not, to over, or not, try not to overwhelm yourself, right? So you can just start five minutes a day and work your way up if you're feeling called to do it. And then you'll be able to feel if an opportunity is in alignment. Someone invites you to something and you're like, mm, this doesn't feel like the vibration of my desired reality. No, I'm going to pass. Then you get an idea and an inspiration, and it feels like a exact vibrational match to what you're desiring. You're like, whoa! So you know to take action on that. So this is a good way where you can protect your energy because you're much easier able to say yes to the things that are in alignment to who you are and who you're becoming, and you're much more clear to say no to things that aren't in alignment with who you're becoming or just in alignment with who you were but not who you are becoming. Another way, of course, I would say in in terms of more like more I don't want to say tangible but like in a way I guess you could say more tangible way is to wear protective crystals like I have protective crystal on both my hands here I have a, a black tourmaline in front of me black tourmaline shungite those are my favorite what else is there um black onyx 
protective crystals are really, really powerful. Crystals hold a frequency. Again, it's a similar like kind of concept a little bit with the visualization. If we want to break it down to frequency, crystals hold a frequency. So like for example, black tourmaline holds a protective frequency. So when you put it in the field, if that frequency is in your field, same thing with this, you know, I have black tourmaline here. So it's like you place black tourmaline in your field, it has a protective frequency. So it, it's in your aura. It, it also it absorbs it absorbs low frequencies or negative energy if you want to call it. That's why they're important to cleanse. It's just a good reminder for me. Any crystals that are absorbing stuff, you want to cleanse. Like this has rose quartz, which is more of a, it radiates an energy, and uh, you know the more protective crystals absorb an energy. So it's really good to cleanse those crystals. It's literally a reminder for me as I'm speaking to you. It's so wild. I'll get a question. And I will literally channel an answer to my own question. So it's just really cool the way that we're like such a web in terms of the collective and who is in our close circle, whether that's online or in person. And so you want to cleanse those. You can put them in salt water, put them in water outside, cleanse them, Palo Santo them. So if you Palo Santo them, if you sage them, sage them outside. I like to like cleanse them under water and leave them in the sunlight. You can also sage in Palo Santo or even do like a spray. For me, I like to soak them in water usually. And then like leave them or put them in a selenite bowl and then put them outside or put them outside in the selenite bowl and in the sun and then like Palo Santo or sage them or wash them underwater. That's another tangible way. Shungite is really powerful as well. I've been really drawn to Shungite actually. I ordered like a little EMF protector that has like Shungite, Herkimer diamond in the middle and organs or called organite. Organite is also like this I'm not going to define it correctly, but it's this blend of materials, metals and stuff that creates specific charge of a frequency. Like one scientist worked on it and shared about it, I believe in metaphysics, and then another one continued his work or added to his work. You can re research organite, O-R-G-O-N-I-T-E. Those are things you can kind of implement and wear. Mine, of course, I get them from my mom because she hand, she hand selects the crystal. She goes and literally picks out, it looks for high quality strands and she hand makes all of them and charges them with Reiki energy. Her website is bikesenia.com, B-Y-K-S-E-N-I-A. Yeah, so B-Y-K-S-E-N-I-A dot myshopify.com. She's lovely. And I all my crystal bracelets that I'm wearing from her. That's another more tangible way you can protect your energy. Let's keep the questions coming. The other question, which is literally I answered in the first question was how to work through periods of depression and get back to joy. I feel like that first question I hope really nailed it for you because it it approaches it from an energetic perspective. Also, of course, uh, working on your health and vitality can be a really important one as well. I really want to mention that because your body, the, what you're eating, because like, and this is a very touchy subject for all people, which I get, I really get. But what you eat is so important because it fully affects the frequency of how what your body can hold. For example, everything is vibration, okay? Everything is energy. So when you're at a higher frequency, for example, you generally are not going to crave things that are a lower frequency. Like for example, I generally don't really crave junk food or anything like that unless my frequency drops. I've noticed if I'm feeling off or I'm feeling really exhausted or overworked, something happens. There's a drop in my frequency. I start craving that. The other day, I was feeling like a huge drop in my energy because I really honestly overexerted myself a little bit. I felt like I had all this energy and I really went hard. And, and the next day I felt really, really tired. And also there were solar flares that weekend and solar flares are like spikes in the sun which create kind of a disruption to the frequency or I don't want to call it a disruption but it spikes the frequency which kind of can make you feel moody angry or really fatigued or super exhausted I don't know like the middle of the day you're like oh my gosh I need to sleep it could also be so many other factors so it's hard for me to just diagnose kind of virtually without you know speaking to you as an individual that'd be something that I'd work with someone like one-to-one -one, my one-to-one -one work um which I'll speak a little bit about the end I wanted to kind of remind people of some stuff but so your health is so important so this is why when you're on a lower frequency this is not good or bad because we all alternate like i can like your frequency alternate there's days where like i'm literally like i just really want barbecue french fries so like it, it your frequency is gonna shift and change but just to kind of illustrate for you that like if you're not feeling the best right what i can suggest you do is a raise your frequency if you're doing you know various things like meditate journal exercise, movement, go for it. I know these are really basic things that you just hear people say, but it, they really do work. I remember hearing people say, journal, drink water, meditate. And it's just like, it sounded kind of like goo goo gaga, but like 
it really works. You know, implement some implement. I would really implement journaling. I would implement meditation. I would implement a walk outside, getting some sun. I know if it's cold, I suppose it's not the best to go outside, but you should go outside because even the ultraviolet rays are going to come through. You can also, if you live in a cold climate or somewhere where there's not a lot of sun, you can get like red lights. I know sometimes this also can be an investment, but it can stimulate, I believe it can stimulate vitamin D. Don't come in that look into it, but I want to say it can stimulate vitamin D and I believe it stimulates serotonin. Please look into it. Do not quote me on that one, but you can get like really high quality red light system. You want to definitely look into it because there's like a lot of cheapy versions that could not be the best. And if you're going to invest in it, I'm pretty sure you're going to want to get a good one, which can also be a really good way to feel you and get light. I literally didn't get the other day. It was cold yesterday here. And I literally was like feeling like, oh my gosh, I just need like light. And I was like, I wish I had a big red light system. But in California, it's quite, is quite sunny most of the time. So I'm like, I don't need to use it for like a little bit. But it's really good to have. A lot of wellness centers actually have that. This place that I go to to do um, sensory deprivation tanks, they have like a red light room. So I should go into that on days that it's gloomy. That's really, again, I'm like, why, why I'm channeling like the answer to your question, but receiving my answer as well. So I would really start eating healthy and I know healthy is so vague, but I would, I mean, if you want a guideline, I spoke with, I made a whole entire, like, so this is the coolest thing ever. So I made, I did the freedom frequency, which was like mind, mind, body, or mind, matter, money, where we talked about how to literally liberate yourself and live in a life of like abundance and freedom in all areas of your life. And we did a module on subconscious mind, a module on the body, AK matter. I went so deep into the body, into foods, into, into what foods to cut out, into how to detox, how to do a parasite cleanse the exact, I give like links to the exact parasite cleanse and any supplements and things I suggest to take. I also gave some recommendations of gentler cleanses you can do or a cleanse you can do in between doing the parasite cleanse. And like, honestly, it's one of the most epic things I've ever shared in my life. I'm not trying to be dramatic. It was so good that I created that as a separate offering. It's called the Cosmic Reset. So I took that module out of the Freedom Frequency and created it as just the Cosmic Reset. So if you want to, if you're feeling really called to, um, heal things around your body and really get get healthy and know more about foods and what foods you consume and what foods not you consume and how foods and clothing and anything you put in or on your body affects your frequency that's really amazing but some hot some guidelines cut out refined sugars processed foods i was cutting out alcohol caffeine is interesting because it like it's so wild because caffeine really affects me intense like i love coffee i'm going to say that first but caffeine really Apps me up now, and I never had that issue. I used to drink so much coffee, like so much. Now, if I have a cup, it throws me off so much. And never, I would never drink it on an empty stomach. It's, I, I've done that before. I was culturing that, and it made me feel so anxious. So, like, now I have cacao, and I have some, I make ceremonial cacao, which is something I really, really recommend. It's really beautiful. It's a heart opener. I like, you know, I, I really create it with intentions when I blend it, I kind of bless it in a way. Um, or like I do this little mini prayer, I don't know what to call it, and then I send tension for it as well. That's really, really beautiful. Or if you want coffee, I really recommend it. I really like this. I did. I tried the um, Four Sigmatic Balance coffee. So it was like a coffee with ashwagandha in it. It's kind of funny. You're taking a coffee as like an upper and ashwagandha to calm you down. And that I really like. It's still, I mean, I also would not drink that on epistemic. Have like, I, I in the morning or in the grand rising have a huge mason jar with half uh, cold or like room temperature. Sorry, I don't like cold water. I only like room temperature water. <laughs> I like warm things. My, my, um, dosha is like, I'm air. So like, I really like warm things. Like I would always rather be hot than cold. Like I'd rather have a sweater and be sweating than be cold. Like I just hate being cold. And I, I like always having a warm beverage, even like in the summer when it's hot, I still like, like having a warm beverage. I just love warm. I just don't like being cold. I don't like being cold in the house. I'd rather be warm. Like Anyway, so uh, water, I don't like, I hate ice cold. I don't say I hate, but I do not like ice cold water in restaurants. They usually give you ice cold water and I'm like, oh my gosh. So I usually, you can ask for a bottle of water in restaurants and usually it's room temperature. But anyway, I take a mason jar and I put half, half uh, regular, you know, room temperature water and then half hot water at 200 degrees Fahrenheit. I'm like, I heated up on this thing with lemon. And then later I, after I do my meditation and journaling and things like that, my visualization or my more, my grand rising practice, you could say, or that part of it, meditation and journaling and visualization, a little bit of visualization there. And um, then I do go, then I, then I make the coffee. Also I found if you take magnesium, 
it's so good. It also will help you not become jittery. So like, this is kind of a little bit of a mix, but if you do the Four Sigmatic Coffee, the balance with magnesium, my favorite magnesium is this one that has like my cellular technology from Symbiotica. I believe it's sold out, but it's back, which actually I need to order more because I'm obsessed with it. Um, if you put that in there, I find that be an amazing combination. So I know we're getting deep on food, but I would just really work on your food because if you can check, if you can shift the frequency that you're putting in your body, aka food is super impactful, it'll be easier, it'll be easy, especially if I'll put it right, it'll be easier for you to sustain a higher vibration, better quality thoughts, and better mood, and you know, overall better life from that space. That was a long answer, but it was a really beautiful question. How do you reconnect with source and your guys after a phase of disconnection? The connection is always there. It's like, think about it this way. It's like, whether you listen or not, oh, actually, I don't know. So like, think about it as like a flowing river or stream, right? It's like, it's up to us to listen. Like our intuition is guiding us all day long. The more we provide space. A lot of us don't give ourselves space to trust our intuition. That's why it becomes difficult. Like I, when I was speaking about the full body, yes. Like if your body guides you to full body, yes, experiences, but you never say yes to them. How are you ever going to learn to trust that feeling? You're just going to think, oh, that was just a thought I had. That was just a random thought I had. I remember, I can tell you a personal story because I love personal stories. The day I was like laying in my, like uh, my little sauna, you like put it on the, I've sh shared before. It's like a sauna, but it's like a, almost like a blanket and you like get in it. And anyway, I was in that a few months ago. Actually, like more of the story, like the beginning of the year, somewhere in March or April, I want to say, maybe February. And I got the idea to install a pole in our home, which sounds crazy, right? Upon first glance, I can totally get that. But I was like, no, it's going to be so good. I would, I really want to do pole. I want to do the comfort of my home. I just want to be able to, you know, do mirror work and tap into my sensuality, tap into my sexuality. And I followed that feeling. And oh my gosh, it's brought me so much more of that feeling. It's like multiplied and quantum leaped and it's like exponential. Like, you know, in a formula, it's like, it's like either the X, like that is, <laughs> that was the vibe. Um, and so, or actually X to the E, sorry, exponential. Um, and, oh my gosh, I really do not, I have not looked at, done math. And so all this stuff, and I was actually amazing at math. I was like years ahead in math. I didn't put, even, I didn't even take math in university because I was like really ahead. I didn't need it for my degree, but I still took it. And now I'm like, did I just like mess it up? No, it's, it would be X to the E. It would be X. Well, or it would be, aren't they the same? Someone tell me, oh my gosh, it's e, e to the I, I, I literally feel like, I'm not gonna lie, I feel like an idiot right now, I'm like, there's e to the x, x to the e, e is infinity, it doesn't matter what number it goes to, it'll still be infinity, but if x goes to the, but if e goes to the x, it's still gonna be infinity, I believe, I, I'm gonna have to look into that, I'm, right now, we're gonna do that, I can't, like, I can't live, I need to know that, uh, one second. We're gonna, we're, everyone's going to know this by the end of this. E to the X and X to the E. Okay. Up, no. So E to the X is more exponential, by the way. I'd like to show this to you in this coffee. So the, the blue is E to the X and the red is X to the E. So this one has a higher slope. All right, so good to know. Um, but, but, but basically, um, you, you know, like I, I received the exponentially. So we need to trust. We need to trust our guidance or connect with our guides by listening to them and following what they tell us. So if you're one day like your intuition is very subtle, like oh, don't go to this thing that you plan to go to, and your logical mind is like no, you should go. But your intuition is like no, you really shouldn't go. And you don't go, and then you, you have maybe have a wonderful night. Maybe you're well rested. Maybe you read a book, listen to a podcast that really inspires you. And then the next day you wake up inspired and you have like the most amazing day because of the series of events that you chose. Right? Maybe you would have gone to that thing, you would have come back feeling blessed, you would have woke up the next day, kind of had a blessed day. But now because you trust your intuition and you found something inspiring, then the next day you have like the most amazing, prosperous, amazing day, right? So <laughs> this is why it's so important to begin just to listen to the little nudges. Maybe you're like, oh, grab an extra glass of water or grab extra keys or grab an extra mask. I can't believe I'm saying that. Or like, you know what I'm saying? Like whatever it is, 
just begin doing it. Start small. I mean, you know, if you, because how are you going to trust your intuition when it tells you to make a big decision or a big risk when you haven't learned to trust it? Yeah, it's like a relationship, right? Like they can build trust with small things, but over time, how you learn to trust them with big things. This is like the same way. So begin to like reconnect. Also create space to reconnect. That's probably a huge one, right? So you're asking, how do I reconnect with source and your guides? I, I really suggest everyone, if they can, Give themselves an hour in the in the grand rising just to be with themselves. I know that you might probably wake up early or making some sort of you know priority change. I really, really, really like I can't imagine I can't have words to suggest that like just a space where you can just wake up and have time to make yourself some lemon water or whatever it is and walk, just drink some water and just sit and just like reflect and I don't know if you're in a warm place just sit outside in the sun or if you're not just indoors with a notebook and just journal how you feel and just like meditate and breathe and like connect to life and just feel what's flowing through you and feel your emotions if you need to cry cry if you need to be joyful be joyful just have you need to create that space if you're always on the go 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 you don't slow down to reflect usually and you also are as aware of the decisions you're making or the beliefs that they're coming from because you're moving so quickly like in order to really be able to pull back on our decision making um or pull back sorry on our like and be able to be reflective about where our beliefs are coming from, right? We kind of need to move a little bit more slowly. So while usually people go on like a healing journey or any kind of spiritual awakening, their life sometimes moves a little bit, I don't say moves slower, but they're more aware or kind of in a way slows down temporarily. It depends on the individual, right? But you basically become more aware of your beliefs. And once you kind of recondition and do some subconscious work, then you're able to kind of make quicker decisions from new beliefs quicker. But even you know, even experienced people, it still takes like a very, it takes consciousness, which is awareness to make the decision from the, from the highest place. I would A, make space to connect with yourself and ask for guidance. This is another one. Be like, show me a sign. Decide what a sign is for you. Maybe it's specific color butterfly. Maybe it's a balloon, a specific car. Ask your guides, be like, when I'm on the right track, show me, make it obvious to me, make it clear to me. And even ask, this is scary to ask a lot of people. Um, Bless you. <laughs> He's um, a lot of people, this is really scary to ask, but be like, show me if I'm not on the right track. Make it clear to me if I'm not on the right track. You know, you can ask those kinds of things as well. So, you know, make time, ask for guidance, meditate, follow the nudges and inspirations you get and watch where it takes you. And also you'll learn to feel different feelings. So you may follow what felt like an inspiration, but maybe it was some weird thought that wasn't your own and it didn't manifest something you desired. So then you can learn to be like, okay, it's, let's, uh, you, you learn to differentiate you're like okay that thought had this kind of feeling or this kind of frequency or this kind of vibration to it and this was the re result and then a different thought had this different maybe softer kind of more gentle vibration to it and had this outcome so you can kind of begin to pull apart what is your intuition and what is perhaps maybe old stories or limiting beliefs and begin to kind of pull that goo apart right how do you really forgive people who have hurt you and move forward this is an interesting one because oh it's kind of layered right because all people are like forgive 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 i think that this i think there's a different quote i'd like to share with you which is forgive learn integrate the lesson and create a new outlook so if someone did something that hurt you i think the first thing you need to recognize is what role did i play in this because and i know that this is kind of triggering to to acknowledge because it's so much easier for us to play the victims even if in that situation we were the victim some part of ourselves still allowed it you know in a, in a way which i know this is like so so triggering to hear but like ask yourselves why did i let myself um because like you your our intuition always knows so it's like maybe ask yourself like because usually before someone does something bad to you, there's a lot of red flags in my opinion usually and even if you didn't see that at the time looking back things are very clear because energy never lie people can be manipulative people can be abusive people can be psychopaths sociopaths everything but energy doesn't lie and it's kind of it's interesting because i first would ask people like okay what role did i play in this and why and maybe it's like maybe i was naive maybe i was too trusting maybe i didn't have boundaries at the time maybe i was too giving maybe i was insecure maybe i had low self-worth maybe i didn't believe that i just you know maybe my unworthiness 
was really targeted. That's not to say that it takes responsibility of anyone else, because just so you know, karma is real, and, like, if anyone did anything to hurt you, like, that gets balanced out. So, like, I just tell people, like, do not try, try, try to be the karma settler, because, like, life is always, you know, engaging with you, and it's, like, what someone else did is their karma, and how you respond is yours, right? And so I've been first analyze the role I played in it, and second, reflect on that person's level of awareness and where they are, can kind of give you peace. Which is like, so someone could be, someone could even be, you know, mature and quote unquote old, but they may be older. They may behave in very mature and really awful ways, and you begin to just kind of realize like this person's consciousness is not is a, a consciousness against just awareness. I know that it can sound like hierarchical when we say like, oh, I'm so high conscious or whatever, but like someone just has lower awareness. I think that's quite fair to say, like someone literally has lower awareness or not as much awareness. And so understanding that people are acting from their level of consciousness, aka their level of awareness. So someone does not have the same level of awareness as you. So they are not viewing the world through as much of an expansive lens or as much of a accurate lens when it comes to the amount of data that they're perceiving, right? So you may clearly see, oh, this person's acting out this pattern or this trauma or blah, blah, blah. And it's very clear to you because of your awareness, right? Self-awareness and, and air awareness of others. Someone else may be completely in their own, I don't know, mind fuck and does not really, really see that. So I would begin to understand like that if someone did something that hurt you, right? Like that they are not at your level of most likely of, of awareness or of conscious otherwise they probably wouldn't do that right because if you it's kind of right like they're playing out something of their own maybe it's past trauma past conditioning like all people react from trauma they have at very subconscious maybe they don't even mean to hurt people i mean there's a difference okay there's also another thing i should add there's a difference between someone who's like maliciously hurt you and someone who did something kind of maybe that thinking whatever and not hurt you right so like i would if it was malicious i would really you know, stay away from that and, you know, kind of really learn of like, okay, like I need to look at red flags sooner. And if it was not malicious, but it still hurt you, understand that there's probably something playing up. But it's important to also know that just because you know why someone did something, it does not excuse it. I find a lot of women are like, oh, this person had this, this person had this. It's like, great, you know why? It's wonderful you have a part of the diagnosis, but it does not excuse behavior, right? Like, knowing why doesn't excuse behavior. Yes, it can give more insight, but unless that individual changes that behavior, it's, um, it's just information, right, that needs to be applied at that point. So I begin to ask yourself, what role did I play in this? Why did I allow this to happen to myself? And even if it was something that was out of your control, maybe asking your soul, why are you allowed that to happen? Because a lot of us come here for various soul lessons as well, which I know is a really kind of hard pill to swallow. Because people ask, well, why did this person choose this kind of family? Or why did this person kind of choose this, 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 and this? It's like, well, we have a, it's a, it's a very, this is a very mixed puzzle because there is destiny in a way. There's free will. There's your chart, but there's also your, how much you just, how much you integrate and heal and evolve and raise your consciousness like like i was saying about the yacht versus the white water rafting example so there's a lot of layers to this that's kind of hard for me to answer in a very in a very simple in a very simple kind of way but the best thing i would say is like why did my soul choose it sometimes we don't see it yet but you can just meditate on it and maybe sometimes you see like oh i was in a difficult experience so like later and I learned how to heal myself and now I can heal other people and guide them through that process or really heal. a lot of women I speak with who went through really difficult situations in relationships really speak about how much it healed their um it like made them heal their unworthiness or lack of self-confidence or insecurity because that situation brought that so much to light so like ask yourself why your soul chose it and then ask yourself what the what the lesson is here really being like what is the lesson you're being clear with yourself maybe it's when you see red flags to trust those and it doesn't matter what someone says or if you want to be compassionate you know it depends on the situation of course but like to just trust yourself when you see red flags maybe it's to put yourself first maybe it's to have you know to have more self-awareness about what you will and won't tolerate and this is kind of you know, this could be part b of this or this could be another like the finale is like what boundaries will you now put in place from that learned experience like, if you went through an experience that really 
um, shifted you and shaped you? What did that teach you and how are you going to, or you, you could put it this way, what did it teach you and how are you going to implement that lesson in your life, right? Maybe it is through new boundaries. Maybe you learn like, I will not allow people to treat me this way. I will not agree to things that I don't want to do. I will not say yes to things that are a no to me. I will not, you know, self-sacrifice myself for X, Y, and Z. Like, and, and maybe that then, you know, you put that in, like I said, you, in, you, you enable that or enact that in your life through boundaries, or perhaps you integrate that lesson in a different way. But ask yourself, what is the lesson that I learned here? Right? Like, what, you can ask yourself a few questions. Why, why did I select this? Why did I choose this? Why did my soul select this? Why did my soul choose this? What is the lesson here? What's the lesson for my What's the lesson for my soul here? What's the lesson for my human self here? What's the lesson for my purpose? What's the lesson for my purpose? What's the just what's the lesson here? And then how am I now going to integrate, right? How am I now going to integrate this lesson in my life? Am I going to share about this? And am I gonna just a, a lot help others heal through this? Am I going to lead others through this process? Am I gonna form some sort of business or group maybe helping others, right? Like am I gonna maybe I'm able to support friends and family through this now? Or maybe like it's just maybe it's more of like a self-integration where like I have new rules about my life and I have new ways that I'm going to move through the world and move through life now that I've integrated these lessons. And in a way, when you healed those things and you in that moment you integrated those things, you really leveled up in a way, which although it maybe was a painful experience, it provided you provided you with almost a forced healing in a way, or like a self-imposed or higher self-imposed or guided healing, but overall it allowed you to evolve as an individual and evolve as a being, probably heal some things and also create a, um, a new set of rules for life and a new set of ways to navigate your life, kind of like you create a new compass to move through the world um, through, you know, and that is really, really powerful. And I'd really try to take the, the value from that experience as your medicine and as the thing that heals you to less focus on okay this happened and this is sad and be like what is you know reflecting all those questions that i just spoke about and then allow that like i said to really become the medicine that you take and that allows you to become better more fulfilled more joyful more hopeful more fulfilled more connected more aligned more powerful now or now and or in the future and so yes, this is such an epic Q&A. Thank you all for being here. Thank you for tuning in. I'm so honored to share this space with you. Oh, it was a lot, right? We covered so many things and there's clearly a lot of similar messages kind of or similar themes I can feel flowing through the collective right now, like that intuition, trust, like that having a vision of the future, moving towards a vision of the future, trusting the FES, allowing yourself to work through limiting beliefs and all those things that is truly really really coming up in a really powerful way so i'm glad to tune into that with you um and yes please if you are if you're called join in tune in into the um into the sedona retreat as before it fills up if you're if you're listening to this while the early repressing is available i'll have um the link in my bio and so many messages are coming through. It's like, when the, and there, there's so much more. All I'm going to say is there's so much coming. So definitely stay tuned on my Instagram for many, many, many more things coming. And I look forward to seeing you in October in the ceremonies. With so much love from me to you. I love you. Hi.